0: Hey guys, this is Vent. This is just some random talk because I just felt like talking to someone and I said, how about you guys, right? And uh, plus I was (laughs) going over my book that I had wrote because somebody had wrote a comment about it and I was reading it and I'm like, "Mm, no, I'm not changing anything that I have wrote because everything I write comes from the heart I write like what's the first thing you know on my mind and that's it victim of myself generational curses um it's a great book to me and some lady she wrote on there she's like oh I think your book is ratchet it's too much violence and all this stuff like that and I'm like you don't have to really read it You know what I mean? I said, you took your ass on Kindle. You purchased it. That's on you, boo. Got nothing to do with that. It is what it is. So she pointed out a part. She wrote excerpts out of my book. I'm like, thank you, boo. (laughs) Yes. Anywho, she felt like the mother was too um, forward. This is what I, this is my thing, right? A lot of people go through shit in their home. Now I'm not saying I did. My mama was wonderful, but I know people who had some jacked up mamas who, to the point where when I went over to their house or whatever or whenever they had company, like she would just go in on them, call them all out their names, and I knew they was going through shit because they used to confide in me, and I and you could really tell when somebody's going through something. Now I know some of us, some of us ignore, but some people have some traumatizing. Like, home lives, seriously. And they go through some stuff. I have been in somebody's house and their mama calling them all type of bitches, hoes, telling them what they need to do, this, that, and the other. You know what I'm saying? And the only thing that does is just the cycle just don't stop. You feel what I'm saying? Because if you are raised like that, like my aunt, my grandma, she, I got the good side. She was my grandmother to me. You know, my mama was the last one. So my mama was treated differently than her siblings. And my auntie told me up until the age of, she was like five. She used to think that her name was nigga or bitch. She really thought that was her name because she said my grandmother called her her name. And, um, she really assumed that's what people should call her. That's what a person can call her bitch. And it's okay because that's what her mom had called her. So what I'm saying is if you are a mother or a father, whatever, And you out her dog and your children understand that this goes, it just goes deeper. You know what I'm saying? And they can have that, that thought in their mind. You feel me? Now in my book, the young lady, right? She has her own thoughts and, you know, Kalina's thoughts like could be deafening because all her life is all she heard from her mom. Right? So when I wrote it, it, was not trying to trigger, because a lot of people said they triggered, my book triggered some stuff in them, some memories in them. But sometimes if you're getting triggered, I think that you need to, to you know, understand it so you can solve it and see what you want to do, Right. So my book starts, Victim of Myself, Generational Curse. I'm going to say it again. Y'all can purchase or nah, don't care because I'm going to read y'all some stuff. But it's just a, this is a short story. It's about trauma and victory to me. And it's on Kindle. Okay. It's on Kindle. Latricia Ford. Uh Check it out. But when it opens, it says the reason, right? And this is just her thinking, right? And she says, why are you looking like that? With tears streaming down your cheeks, you are not a victim. You like this situation, open. That is why so many pieces are missing from you. Because you are open. You are just like her. You are her. You are just not as pretty. What a waste of life you are. Kalina's thoughts consume her. Do you understand why she's thinking like that? Because when you go through all this this noise, I call it noise when people tell you ain't shit, you ain't about shit, you ain't gonna be shit, blah 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 blah, that noise lives with you rent free you start thinking you are what these people are saying when in reality they ain't shit my sister was raised right, but she turned out to be a very vindictive, evil motherfucker and in her mind, she created her own little world because she started hanging out with other people who weren't good. And that noise that they were shouting at her, those words, they created like a monster. And she was seeing and stuff and hearing stuff that I was not hearing. And she would take stuff out on me, on my mom. And they used to fight all the time. And I used to watch my mom cry. And my sister used to try to tell me shit. I used to do shit you know, to me and she used to try to tell me that I'm not this and I'm not that, but it didn't live within me. I don't know because I wasn't going to let it live or because I knew that girl, you can't tell me shit about me or whatever. (laughs) Or just, I don't know, but I ain't let that stuff live with me rent free. But the words in this book I pull from like different conversations that I have heard over the years. And her mama was deep in it, okay? So I'm going to do something for you guys. I'm going to read you a little bit more. Read you a couple of pages, and uh, we can just discuss. Well, I'm going to talk. Y'all can listen. How about that? (laughs) Okay. Are you okay in there, Kalina? You have been in there for over an hour, girl. You'll be late for school again. Let's go. Senior year is almost over. Don't start fucking up now. Kalina stared at her image in the mirror for a few more minutes. The bathroom was her sanctuary from herself. She had no one to talk to. Only herself and the voice in her head. That never shuts up. Kalina is 17 years old. She is graduating high school in two months. She is a beautiful brown-skinned girl who has medium-brown curly hair. She is five-six height and weight proportionate. She's a beautiful angel wrapped in pain who writes poetry to ease her sorrow. She felt trapped with no way out, with thoughts that were cruel and unforgiving of her situation. Kalina exited the bathroom dressed and ready for school. Her mother, Tanya, was standing outside the door, waiting impatiently. Tanya was 15 when she had Kalina. She knew nothing about herself, let alone a newborn. Her mother, Renee, kept Kalina till she was one years old. Then she got tired and dropped her off with Tanya. Tanya was 32 years old, carmocomplected, with a nice build, small hips and a big butt, thanks to the black market. In her mind, she was 17 herself. She rocked poetic justice-inspired purple and black rock braids, three-inch black acrylic nails with pointed tips. She lived in her own little world where there was only one rule she lived by. survive by all cost upon whomever's expense. She looks fucking ridiculous. And this your mammy? You can end up you can end this all right now. Ain't that your silver rumper she got on? Burn that shit when she gets done. Or oh, be another trip to the clinic. Pull her braids or something. Damn you weak as hell. Kalina's thoughts were definite. What the fuck? What the fuck you were in there doing? Playing with your pussy? Damn, you finna be late. I do not need these white people calling me about your ass. You forgot to wake up Ayanna for school. You the one begged me not to abort her ass so you could have a sibling. Get in there and handle that. Oh, run me my money today. Your ass got paid yesterday. Have my shit after you get home tonight. Shit ain't free. Get hurt and get out. Earthless ass. Every fucking day I have to repeat myself. Kalina walked down the hall towards Ayana's room with Tanya staring her down. Kalina never called her mother because she was not allowed. Tanya told everyone she was her little sister. You should have just let her abort. Hell, you should have aborted you. You just wanted someone to suffer with you. You better not say shit. Earthless. Take Ayanna and run for the hills. Don't take Ayanna to school. Kalina walked in on Ayanna getting dressed. She was putting on a purple shirt and dark patch jeans. Kalina thought her little sister was the cutest thing ever. She was so independent at a young age. Ayanna was the light through the darkness. Hey, my princess. Are you ready for a fun day at school? Kalina said, faking a smile. I just love your outfit, choice. Such a pretty girl. Thank you, and yes, I am. I love school very much. Auntie Nisi bought me this outfit. Ayanna screamed, jumping up and down. Ayanna was eight years old and in the third grade, she loved her older sister very much. She was a very bright little girl, thanks to Kalina. Kalina was literally raised, has literally raised her since she was born. Kalina takes care of all of Ayanna's needs, from washing her clothes, to fixing her meals. Kalina was her everything. Ah, well, do not forget to put on your shoes, okay? Yana sat on the floor and put on her tennis shoes. They live in a big four-bedroom, three-bathroom brick house on Enright Avenue, St. Louis, Missouri. The house was bought by an older man that impregnated Tanya when she was young. He died a few years back from unknown causes. The rumor is his wife poisoned his ass because he liked young girls. Come on, little one, let's get you to school. Kalina said, picking up Anna's book bag. Today is bring your favorite book day. Can I bring Mahogany Lens, the princess, and the potion? Please? Anna begged. Of course, baby girl, I would throw it in your book bag. Kalina grabbed Mahogany Lens off the shelf and threw it in the book bag. Get a move on, ladies. I got company arriving soon. Damn, Kalina, I swear you be bullshitting. Hurry up and get the fuck one. Tanya yelled in the doorway. She needed the girls gone before her favorite client arrived. Okay, we are getting ready to go, T. Clina said with an attitude she did not want any more drama today. Good, good morning, Mama. Ayana said nervous. Ooh, what you say? <laughs> How many times has Mama told you to call me Tanya or T? You know better, don't you? Say sorry, Tanya, for insulting you. Tanya said, trying not to snap on Ayana. Really, Tanya? She made a mistake. You act like no one, you act like someone else is here. Give her a break. cleaner said, rolling her eyes. Ooh, you both really trying me today. Not today, Satan. <laughs> Say sorry and get the hell out. I'm gonna slap this shit out of a bitch later. I am just too cute right now. <laughs> Tanya said, wagging her finger. Sorry, Tanya. I-, I will not say that again. Aiyana said sadly. I know. Goodbye. See you later. Tanya said, pointing to the stairs. Roll out down the stairs and out the fucking door. Deuce says, do not get sick at school. You both know I won't come get you. Okay? Kalina held her tongue as she got Anna down the stairs. She made a pit stop in the kitchen to grab us lunch and off they went. She hated how Tanya acted. Sometimes she would just let it roll off her back as usual. After the girls left out the front, Tanya ran around to straighten up the place. She danced around as she cleaned. Nothing turned her on more than money. She had three clients coming over and had to be prepared. She started to shower and popped a molly to calm her nerves. Her children became a second thought. Hilton Duncan, Elementary was three was a three block walk away from the house. Ayanna loved walking to school with her sister. She seemed to have forgot about the incident with Tanya. She sang and skipped all the way to school. Miss Lee was waiting patiently at the stairs for Ayanna to arrive. Sorry she's late, Miss Lee. It's my fault. I was in my bathroom too long this morning. Clean said after she hugged Ayanna goodbye. That is okay. Clina, you know I know. How was your mother? I have not seen her since the beginning of the school year. We are almost at the end. We both know she won't make an appearance. Thank the Lord for your heart, Kalina. I am proud of you for making it to graduation. You are not your mother. Remember that, okay? Silence those voices in your head before they consume you. Come on, Ayanna. We have your favorite snacks today. Miss Lee grabbed Ayanna's hand and walked into the school. Miss Lee short for Lena was Tanya's ex best friend. They were both into some trifling things. They had a fallen out a few years ago. Little Lena wanted more out of life and Tanya choosing to stay the same. Lena had her faults, but then again who doesn't? Lena realized she had more to offer than wet ass. She tried to convince Tanya to change. When it didn't work, she decided to go back to school for herself. She became an elementary teacher and never looked back. Lena refused to let her past define her future. Kalina walked to her school bus stop on Page to wait on Metro. She really loved her the long time. She just wished she could drown out the negative thoughts. She thought about all kinds of deep shit when she was alone. Now what does she mean by that? You are exactly like your mama. Twin souls... Rooted in evil, trash turned into diamonds will never happen. Why try so hard? Pretend to be different. Then again, maybe you are not like her. Maybe, just maybe, you can be saved. Well, only if you kill her. Monsters always die in the movies. Tanya don't give a damn about you, Oriana. I care about us, Kalina said quietly to herself. The bus pulled up and Kalina stepped on. She swiped up bus paths and found the empty seat. She had two buses to catch to school, which she liked because she could ride in peace. Miss Johnson picked Ayanna up from school with her daughter Nina. Miss Johnson stayed two blocks away from the house. Colina worked at the dollar store after school. She would pick Ayanna up from Miss Johnson's house after work. Colina pulled her poetry book out and wrote. She always wrote the first thoughts to come to her mind. Her pen flowed with ease as the words swirled around her mind. She let her pain bleed through the pages so she could heal over time. As the metro bus rolled past buildings, she became lost in thought. Give me back by cleaner waters. Give me back. I need to collect the pieces scattered with my enemies. Go door to door and fall on my knees. Maybe they will give me back if I beg and plead. Piece by piece they bury me in an open coffin filled with bees. I enjoy the stings and the stale breeze. But why must you steal so many pieces of me? Give me back so I can complete me. Even though I gave myself so easily. I have a needle and thread. So let me collect me. By the time Kalina stepped off the metro for school. She had written written five poems that spoke her truth. Her school day went quietly because she was late. She was an average student that could have been on a roll if she got out of her head. She did not have many friends left at school. They all dropped out by the time senior year came around, either pregnant, selling drugs in jail, killed, or just said, fuck it. The teachers seemed to stop caring once you leave elementary anyway. These teachers were either selling drugs, using them, or fucking the students. You may find one or two good ones in the bunch. They never wanted to get involved anyway, this school year was almost over. When 2.45 came around, Kalina was already at the bus stop. She never was late to work. She had her uniform in her book bag. She enjoyed her job a lot. Through a program at work, she was able to see a psychiatrist twice a week, something black folks never want to do. This is the only thing that keeps her from committing suicide or murder. When her bus stopped in the front of the dollar store, she hopped off quick. She had to go to the bathroom and change before she clocked in. Why don't you steal a few things like your mama steals souls? Your co-workers do. Steal items, that is. Who are you fooling? Not me for damn sure. I would never leave you, by the way. I am your pain. I'm the only reason you haven't snapped. You hear me, girl? I would never leave you. Kalina. 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 You hear me? Kalina. The store manager said, walking up to Kalina. Oh, hey, John, Kalina said, a bit startled. Kalina, can you separate the back stock before you leave today? John asked kindly. Yes, of course I will. I was was heading back there after I straightened the shelves, Kalina said, as she faced the canned goods. Okay, great. Also, I need you to be nosy. Also, I need to be nosy. (laughs) How are the uh, sessions going with Dr. Smith? I know she helped me a lot after, you know, my wife had died. John says smiling. It is going good so far. Um She's a great listener. She relates since she is from the same neighborhood as me. Well, that's great. I am about to uh get out of here. Have a good night. Enjoy your Saturday. And uh, I'll see you Sunday. John patted Kalina on the back and walked away. Bye, John. Enjoy the rest of your day. Kalina had a lot of respect for John. He let her keep her job after all the crazy call-ins Tanya did whenever she got mad, trying to get Kalina fired. Saying she was stealing items, even having sex in the back room. Any negative thing to make him fire her. John saw through all Tanya's bullshit and lies. He went to school with her. He already knew she was rotten. Kalina was still trying to figure her out. There was always something new every day. Kalina finished what she had to do in the back and clocked out. She gathered her things and went to the bus stop. On the bus ride home, she wrote in her poetry book, Closet Freak by Kalina Waters. Closet Freak, that's all you are to me, under everybody's covers but your own, covered from head to toe with words that aren't your own. Closet Freak, how you going to talk about me hiding and being funky all up in them sheets? Who are you sleeping with, Closet Freak? Cause the show ain't me. My words ain't never hurt you. So please keep on your clothes. Get up out my closet, freak. You can't fit none of those. My words were made for thunder. My words would wrap you in woes. Closet freak. Before you try to steal from me, cover your toes. Once Kalina got to her bus stop, she packed her things in her book bag. Getting prepared to jog. To Miss Johnson's house and get Ayana, she started jogging. When she stepped off, she loved the adrenaline rush and the jog that the jog gave her. She enjoyed feeling the breeze on her face. Kalina saw Ayana standing on the porch, waiting patiently. She was smiling ear to ear. Kalina slowed down and caught her breath before walking up to her little sister. Kalina kissed Ayana on top of her head. She handed Miss Johnson twenty dollars before she walked home. How was your day, little princess? Kalina asked as they walked home on a warm, crisp night. Great. Everybody loved Mahogany Lans. They laughed so hard. I had to read it twice. Next time, I'm going to bring Miss Whispers and Stuff. Adventures of Mabel. We have a few bullies in class. That's great. I'm so happy they liked your book. Miss Whisper knows how to teach them. I hope no one is picking on you. Did you eat? Yes, I did, and incredibly good. Miss Johnson made casserole and fried chicken. She made chocolate cake for dessert. I also did my math homework and my sentences. So I just want to take a bath and go to bed. Yana said, yawning. Oh, and to answer your question, no one is picking on me. I know how to stand up for myself. (laughs) Well, look at that. She has way more common sense than you. Maybe there is hope not especially since your mama crazy. We tried though. The girls played around as they walked home. They sang the alphabets forwards and backwards. They played tag and keep away. They enjoyed one another's company very much. That was why they always took the long route home. Well look at Miss Grown. Let me get my key out. Cleena said as they got close to the front door. No need, look. The front door is cracked. Do you think, Mama? I mean, Tanya is waiting for us. Diana said, skipping to the door. Kalina's heart beat increased. Maybe. Uh, go straight to your room and lock the door. I- I'll be in there in a minute. Kalina knew when the door was cracked. Tanya needed her to come to her room. Kalina watched Diana run upstairs happily. She followed slowly behind. Kalina waited till she heard Ayanna lock her door before she walked to her mother's room. When she opened the door, her dark-skinned brother, who was a local drug dealer, was laying across Tanya's bed. Tanya lit up when she saw Kalina. She was happy that she didn't have to hunt her down. Tanya got up and stood next to Kalina. <laughs> this my little sister Kalina. I told you she was pretty. <laughs> Tanya giggled. Ah, oh, yeah. Little mama hot as fuck. How old is she, man? Turn her around and you see her ass. Perk said, sitting up on the bed. Tanya made Kalina do a full circle. Perk started biting his lip at the view. Perk was tall and buff. He was 30 years old with a bad attitude. He had a reputation of violence towards women. He was no one to mess with. Fifteen a day. <laughs> I know how you like him young and tender. Tanya said, stroking Kalina's hair. I am 17 years old. I am not doing this anymore. Kalina said, trying to walk away. The sight of Perk made her uncomfortable. He was known for brutally raping minors. She felt belittled and cheap. Tanya grabbed her arm before she could run off. Excuse me, Donald. I (laughs) I mean Perk. No government names here. We just need to talk for a minute, Tanya says, squeezing Kalina's arm. Yeah, okay, but hurry up, because it's Molly we off. I'm trying to get that pussy dirty, Perk says, sitting up to light his blunt. Tanya pushed Kalina onto the hall and closed the door. Look, you little bitch, don't start tripping tonight. You think these lights and gas free? My car note and insurance due? You are 15. If I say you are 15, Loho. Do what he says. It will be over soon. Get out your feelings, Tanya says, still holding Kalina's arm. He promised not to hurt you. Too bad. Besides, pain is pleasure. No, Tanya, I am tired of being your little hope. Do your own dirty work. You trying to make me have sex with a known monster? Kalina said, holding back tears. That's right. Tell that bitch to handle her own affairs. He probably don't want her dry-to-bass, fucking thug, nasty, nasty thug-ass. Gather her up, even though you will be forced to do it anyway. Stand up for you. Oh, 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 okay, okay. Well, I'll just go grab Yana then. He is paying a 1000 for you. I can at least get double for her. Fuck that triple the amount. She ain't never been busted over before. Tanya said let him loose to go get on. Tanya wouldn't let him touch Ayana for real. She just knew that would make Kalina give in. Wait. Please. I'll do it. But this is the last fucking time. Kalina said crying. Girl, you're going to do this as many times as I say. Besides, this will be a great story for your therapist. <laughs> Take a tacky uniform off. Go wash up and throw on a robe, Tanya said waving her hand, always making shit difficult why can't you get a fucking job stop trying to be a madam and be a mother for once Kalina yelled through tears first off I am a home based masseuse I got my certification and degree, next I got you baby girl to keep my bills paid, madam, bitch, be glad I ain't. Your ass would be tossed up twenty-four sevens. Ooh, ooh, Your ass would be tossed up twenty-four hours a day. Now hurry up, he got shit to do. Oh, oh, oh. And I still ain't forgot about you paying me. That shit separate from this. Yeah, and make sure you wipe them tears before you bring your dramatic ass back in my room. Fucking rack the ass. I gotta check on Ayana. Whatever. Just make it fast and wash that ass. Let me go entertain his ass real quick. Okay? Tanya set Tanya sat shade back to her room. Kalina wiped her tears before she went to Ayana's room. She did her special knock on the door. Ayana opened it up with tears in her eyes. I heard mommy yelling at you. Do you have to play with her friends again? Kalina forced a smile as she walked in. She closed Ayana's door. She walked her over to her bed. I will grab your pajamas and tuck you in, okay? I haven't took a bath yet. In the morning, okay? Kalina grabbed her yellow pajamas out the closet. She helped Yana put them on. She took her in and grabbed her iPod off the shelf. Here, princesses, to some music. Okay. I love you. She placed the her earphones over her ears. love you more. Kalina leaned down and kissed her cheek. She turned the iPod, she turned on the iPod and walked out. Kalina went and washed up like Tanya told her. She put on a short black robe with nothing underneath. Clean instead of herself in the bedroom mirror before walking into her personal hell. She walked slowly to her mother's room, holding back tears. When she got inside, Perk was naked with a blunt in his mouth, rubbing his huge 11-inch dick. Tanya was sitting in a chair with a blank face. Damn, you looking nice and right. Drop that roll 15 and lay down next to a king, Perk said, licking his crusty lips. Tanya, you make sure you watch the show. Kalina dropped her robe and walked closer. first stood up and slammed on her, slammed her face down on the king size bed. Now, I'm gonna stop there for a reason, cause it's gon' it's it, it's gonna go down. That's all I'm gonna say. It's gonna go down. Um, I understand. And, that some people be like, "Ooh, this is something else." But to tell you the truth, this be happening sometimes in people's homes. No matter what race you are, it be some stuff that go down in people's houses. And um, those poems, uh, I w- I wrote those because people feel all type of different ways, and sometimes the only way you can't really express yourself is through writing. Is through is through poetry. If y'all want me to continue, you have to let me know. Even if it's just one person, it'll be like, hey, hey, girl, let me hear it. Because it's about to go down. And it, it from here on out, it just goes down. That's all I'm going to say. And this is a really sad part. Um, And I won't lie, a lot of people, uh, they had erased my comments off of Amazon because people were like, it was graphic. <gasps> Your book is graphic. And I don't think it's really, really, really graphic. I just be talking. How I talk is how I write, I guess. But anyway, this is Vin. If y'all want to hear more, you have to let me know, people. Let me know. Let me know. Because I do not mind. I do not mind telling y'all. But I know y'all like, I want to hear no more. Then I won't read no more. But, um, yeah. <sighs> I'm out.